Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. It's Friday. And being that I am an Oscar connoisseur, um, and I've been talking about the Oscars for a long time on the Dr. Zeus podcast, I thought, let's watch the film that everyone's been talking about, the performance that is unbeatable. At first, yes, I thought... Maybe, Adam Driver, you may have a chance. But then I watched Joker. Heath Ledger is somewhere in the afterlife dancing, laughing, and thinking, Oh my God, finally, he got it right. Two performances that have won Academy Awards. A lot of people and a lot of actors have been talking about Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Usually I'm looking at the performance he's giving as he's accepting the award. He looks, you know, of course, nervous. You know, he's not used to being up there, a little disheveled. But then who am I to judge? He is Joaquin Phoenix, the, the brother. I almost said the son. Oops, I haven't been drinking, but hey, it's Friday. Yeah brother of River Phoenix now no longer in the shadow. I don't think he's really ever been in the shadow, but you know I'm not an Oscar pundit gold derby, you suck ass um it was amazing it was amazing, at first I was like okay is this in the 70s, is this in the 60s, it was like watching Taxi Driver on steroids with a little bit of a clockwork orange mixed in with a lot of paint um, it was very graphic, but then again, so was Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver was so graphic that for a rating, they had to tune down the blood. No joke. If you've ever seen a behind the scenes of Taxi Driver, it and lo and behold, who is in Joker but Taxi Driver himself, Travis Bickle, uh, Robert De Niro. But we all know what happens to Robert De Niro, so I won't spoil it for you, you know. Handing out cards saying this is your condition is like handing out cards and saying, hey, I do parties. And he did for a time until the gun fell out. Yeah. At first, though, I mean, it's like, okay, is this the... uh, Am I going to need some antidepressants after this movie? Because I've heard good things and bad things. But then, you know, it's like, okay. All right. I see where he's going with this. It was like watching American Psycho uh, with candy canes. You know, it was just. And I at first didn't care for American Psycho. You know, I love Christian Bale. But, you know, when he's with those two chicks and he's like, hey, don't just look at it. Eat it. And I'm thinking, Joker has taken the cake. So Joaquin Phoenix, I want to congratulate you already on the Academy Award. Or as Shirley MacLaine famously said 36 or 37 years ago, I deserve this. I've been waiting for 25 years. Thank you for taking away the suspense. So... Joaquin Phoenix, you've been nominated, let's see, first for Gladiator. But let's say it in Elizabeth Taylor type of tone. Gladiator! 
its flashing envelope. Yeah. And then he was nominated for playing Johnny Cash. I love Johnny Cash. And again, he was nominated for The Master. The Master, not The Master Bader, but The Master, okay? Let's get it real, people. <sighs> it was an interesting day, so I figured, you know, after a shit day, watch some Joker. Yeah. Um, you know, Cindy Lauper said that money changes everything, but revelation changes everything, too. It's like, hmm. You know, and yes, I do regret the years that I didn't study witchcraft as Stevie Nicks intended. You know, but it didn't happen that way. It just didn't happen. So many aspirations. Dreams do come true. But then again, that's what Kim Basinger said after she divorced Alec Baldwin and his hairy back. Um, yeah, but there's nothing wrong with a hairy back, you know. She, I guess, had to wax it. While he was on the treadmill. But I digress. The other day I was watching Alec Baldwin on television. He looked so messed up that I had a moment. I thought of my friend. I thought of a vial of Botox. And I thought, Alec, let's just pray. But it's not going to happen. So the Academy Awards are on Sunday. Nominated for Best Actress, Joker. No, I'm just kidding. Although that's what we could call Renee Zellweger. I haven't watched it yet. I'll probably watch it tomorrow or in the morning. Ding, ding, ding went Renee. She's going to go get her Academy Award. Liza, I hope you have a tomato. So you can say, hi, I'm Liza Minnelli, you whore. But who knows? Lorna Luft, she won't see it either. Joey, Joey Luft is the one Liza Minnelli, uh, Judy Garland child who is silent, maybe for various reasons. But, you know, I mean, it could do it could be a two for one sale. You know, you get Joker and Judy together. It's kind of like David Letterman. Remember Oprah, Uma, Uma, Oprah, Joker, Judy, Judy, Joker. Yeah. That's 25 years too late, people. Oh, my goodness. Mm. I still think 1917 needs to win. And the person on YouTube who said, Oh, there's no character development. It's about war. War is not about character development. War is a condition. It happens. It's fucked up. And my theory, though, is a lot of people, oh, it's such a war film. It's so boring. But then the British stiff upper lips. I mean, you know, imagine Prince Harry's review of 1917. Your Majesty. Oh, I don't go by that anymore. You know, Harry, you kind of sound like a male version of your mother. Thank you. No one's ever said that before. Well, I loved 1917. Megan and I watched it right after we dropped our titles like our towels. So, Harry, do you really have it all now in Canada? Canada is an amazing place. It's like Great Britain Part 2. Only you have people like Katie Lang and 
Rush and Alanis Morissette. Do you miss those sheets in the palace? Well, they are 500 count thread. But you know, Canada, I'm on hemp sheets. Very interesting. So, Harry, did you watch Joker? I watched it. Megan didn't care for it, but Megan says that I didn't like it. So Megan speaks for you now. She speaks for everything. Oh, Harry. What? Your pussy whipped, my friend. This is the end of the interview. The Dr. Zeus podcast brings them all out to play. Now I know, I promised I wouldn't curse, but there is a time and a place for it, all right? And after seeing Joker, it's like, I'm so glad, so glad we had this time together. But that is a wild film. Um, I'm sure Stanley Kubrick would be proud of it. I don't know about Martin Scorsese. He says that it's not a place for superheroes, but then again, that's a villain. I wonder. I mean, I know Martin Scorsese doesn't listen to anything. Wonder if he's gonna sue because he, hey, you stole my idea. That's tra- that's taxi driver. But no, oh god, I sounded like Woody Allen when I did that. Ugh, bad impression, you know. But who knows all about films? Carrie Fisher, Carrie. What did you think of it? That was bizarre. But you know, my mother, Debbie Reynolds, has often said that being bizarre wins you an Oscar. So I'm Carrie Francis Fisher, and Joaquin Phoenix, you can now come up and get your fucking award. But what about Renee? I knew Judy Garland. And so did my mother. That is not Judy Garland. Liza, you have my permission to pee on that performance. Or as my stepmother Elizabeth Taylor said when she first watched Butterfield 8, she wrote Piece of Shit on the screen and won an Oscar for it. Hullabaloo. Thank you, Carrie. This has been the Dr. Zeus podcast on Friday while I fast for lab work. I'm not thrilled. But then again, I was not thrilled with today. Maybe I brought it upon myself. Maybe it's time for a change. But don't ask me. Ask Celie in the color purple. Because whenever I talk to God, it's like, dear God, get me out of here. So, pray for wealth and prosperity, my friends. Unpleasant dreams.